911 memorial. What? Why? Because they want That's everybody stupid. to be sad. Just for in okay weird. The 911 memorial is stupid. The pizza mingle, yeah, it's stupid. Jive. My name is Tyler Pino. What is your name? Gion. Gion what? Gigi Gomez, according Gigi Gomes. to the thing. Okay. Well, Gion, what did you want to talk about? Um, whatever you have written down on that piece of paper. Oh, I've got lots of Let's stuff Let's just go down. by the game plan. I would, but it's all hugely anti-Semitic. That's so fine. So we can't really talk that's about right. that. Oh, no, that's fine. Yeah, that's we can do that. That's offensive to that's many people. The, the kids on Twitter don't care about Gian, we saw a movie. anti-Semitism. This movie was a big deal. What was it called? The Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. What did you think of it? It was great. There was uh, lots of bows, so I was on board. And then uh, there was Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. You like bows Jennifer and Lawrence. and stuff? Yeah. You yeah. into that? Mm-hmm. You're a regular outdoorsman. Yeah, especially in this huge city. It's Mecca. Big city of dreams. Right. What did we really see, Gian? We went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy. What did you think? It was good. I didn't think it was amazing. Like, it was really ramped up to be. Mm. But it was, you know, it was fun. I think that was my biggest problem going into it. I had really high expectations. I don't know why. Because I didn't follow the comics. I've never read a Guardians of the Galaxy comic, and I probably never will. I think because we just wanted something different. Like, something more fun and comical. And this was. This was very, very fun and comical. (laughs) A little bit too much so. That was my problem with the movie. Is it was very jokey, but I felt like all of the jokes went on way too long. Like, I don't know. Every time they would say something funny, they would say it two or three more times in rapid fire. Yeah, succession. just to make sure you got it. It's like, like, yeah, hey, you do you, it's, it's funny, right? It's a raccoon huh? talking. Right? <laughs> Raccoons don't talk. <laughs> well, you were really excited for the raccoon. Well, you were. You. Yeah, were. I saw you looking up those pictures comparing realistic raccoons right. to a. Uh, well, we went and met some raccoons raccoon. in preparation for. Well, this yeah, that's true. Park. We did. Um, we met a raccoon in Central Park. What was his name? Kimchi. kimchi. We <laughs> called him Kimchi because he kept eating our Korean food. He loved that Korean food. Mm-hmm. As do all uh, marsupials. Are raccoons marsupials? I don't. I don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> that is a good question. They're house pets. That's what they're meant to be. I don't think so. At least we had one that was a house pet. I know a kid that had a raccoon. They're his pretty, name was Phil. They make good pets. Was the it Florida Phil? Was not Phil. It, it was. wasn't Florida Phil, was it? Who is that? Oh, wait, never mind. Wait, Florida Phil. Nah, what is it? Never mind. No, you don't bring Let's... something up and then just drop it. Nah. 
Well, who is Florida Phil? Only Cameron and Sammy and Nick Fialtas. You're talking about Phil Chavez, yeah. You know that Phil? Yeah, of course oh, I know Oh, shit, that you know Florida Phil. I know all of those people <laughs> much better than you do. Oh, well, I mean, that's yeah, You yeah, want to know true. what I, Cameron, who you brought up, Cameron Lewis. <laughs> he just got a fresh tat. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Here, I'll show it to you. Okay, we'll, ju- we'll just wait. Okay. The audience will just wait for this thing. They can't yeah, you'll have it. to wait to see it, too. Right. If Audio you, you want to see it, uh, you'll have to look at Cameron's uh, Instagram, which is kill underscore uh, underscore cam, K-A-M. Kill, kill, uh, kill a cam. Mm, kill a cam. Look at that. This is great. It's a mammoth and a Valkyrie. That's quite a fucking tattoo. Isn't that pretty sweet? Is that his I first really tattoo? I like coloring, yeah. And he got it all in one sitting? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But anyway, Guardians of the Galaxy. It was good. Go see it. Yeah, go go see it. The end. So that was a good podcast, huh? Mm, it was great. <laughs> what else you got written down there? That's it. See, it looks like I mean you had another page over here. I thought there was more. No. no this is no. that. What what is all this? What is what is this writing? I wrote down the character names that way I would know oh them. Oh my god, that's all. That's okay. Yeah, I thought this was like subjects. I was like, "Oh, cool, we got no, a lot these are to these talk about." Perfect. Well, Peter's prepared. I can just sit back and just <laughs> like, hang out. They're talking points, hmm. but where are your talking points, Jim? I don't. I mean, I don't have any. Yeah, go fuck yourself. I have though. nothing. Um. <clears throat> okay. Well, let's just talk about the movie for a little bit then. Huh? 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 Is that what we came here to do? All right, yeah, let's make this a whole Guardians of the Galaxy podcast. Well, we already talked about Cameron's tattoo. That was the first issue. Oh, that was just that a minor segue. Out. Anyway, Gian. Tattoos. What did you think of the opening of the movie with um, Cancer Lady and her little boy? Oh, that was kind of weird. It was fucking stupid. It was unnecessary. I didn't like it. I don't like when movies it's do that. to promote the feels, man. <laughs> yeah, it's but the to feels. to make you feel. See, here's the thing. The feels should not be promoted. The feels should come organically from the story. But I didn't feel that that happened with this. So to set the scene, Chris Pratt, um, when he was Little like 10. Chris Pratt. Right. Well, like that was the story behind this movie is they've been filming it for like 15 years. And um, Chris Pratt, the main guy, they started when he was 10 years old. And then I guess a couple of months out of the year they would come and they would shoot Guardians of the Galaxy. So this is like that other movie you're talking about. What are you about? talking about? The one with the kid growing up. They did like three movies. Yeah, no, that's this movie. They only did one movie and it's called Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I'm talking, never mind. You didn't know that? You didn't know the story behind this? Never mind. They did, they no, actually please did tell me. Please I, I, I was telling you. Expose the truth. I did. That was the Preach truth. Preach the word. So anyway, it opens with a young Chris Praise Pratt. Praise him. James Gunn. Praise He's, him. He's lit. What? Wait, is it Jim Gunn or James Gunn? I think it's James Gunn. That's the director. Of what? This? This movie. James Gunn, yeah. Yeah. Visionary director. <laughs> You'd think that I would have had that written down. You think you, yeah, you think you would have known that. Jesus. This is one of those movies where, like, the director really isn't all that important. That's like, I feel that way with all the Marvel movies. Like, who directed Iron Man? Oh, that was, uh... James Favreau, but, yeah, like, that's yeah. not the point. Um, the point the that Hulk, I mean is, like, who... Hulk directed who, who, Iron who, Man. What? Wait, no. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking... Ed Norton? They both look the same to me. James Favreau and the guy who plays... The new guy who plays the Hulk. Um, fucking... The God, what is his name? There. Oh, God, I know what his name doesn't is. doesn't matter, because he's it not really Edward Norton. It doesn't matter. It's not Ed Norton. It's not the cool Hulk. Do you know why Ed Norton dropped out of that movie? <clears throat> because they wouldn't let him do his cool 
suicide scene in the last solo hulk movie is that true well he was pretty pissed off that they didn't show him shooting himself in the head no he was going to originally it was going to open with him standing over like a a chasm in uh antarctica and he was just going to drop himself in because hell so you're going to get rid of yourself as the hulk Unless you drop yourself. Well, they had that chasm. line in the Avengers where he's like, well, I tried putting a bullet in my mouth. The other oh, guy spat it out. Oh. <laughs> I can't think of the guy's name. Spat it out. I know it. It's right there on the tip of my brain skull. But I don't know. So they filmed a little boy for years for this movie, right? Which is odd because he's only in it for ten minutes. Really strange. Maybe even less than that. Listening to a Walkman. Mm-hmm. Like, I bet they're going to sell those headphones. They're like, oh. They got to. I might even buy them because I like those headphones. Right. Then his grandfather comes out. He's like, oh, little Jimmy, come say hi to your mom before she dies. Your mommy's dying, Wait, Jimmy. And it's weird that they called him Jimmy because his name is Peter right. Quill. Really strange. I think that was his pet name. Oh, uh, yeah, little, little Jimbo. Jimbo. Little Jimbo. <laughs> right. There was a whole backstory. Uh, as soon as your mom's movie. dead, we're legally changing your name, Little Jimbo. <laughs> That's gonna be it. <laughs> it's gonna even be when awesome. you're older, you're gonna be known as Little Jimbo. Right. Um, so he goes and he talks to his mom, who's dying of the cancers. And spoilers, she dies. But uh, not before saying, "Take my hand." Take my hand, little Peter Quill. Of course he doesn't. She fucking does. And he's like, he's a little selfish shit. He's like, no, I don't want to touch you. I don't want to catch cancer. Um, (laughs) And so, plus you let them call me little Jimbo, right? And as soon as he reaches out for her hand, she flatlines, and he has a fit, and runs away, and gets abducted by aliens. Well, no, he. They actually tell him to just go out, like in the waiting room. His what? His grandfather takes him out there. Right. He's like, wait here, wait here. Wait here for what? Kid's freaking out. Just hug him till he shuts up. Speaking of the microphone. Comfort him. Whatever. No, they're just like, hey, wait here in your distress. Wait in the waiting room. So, of course, he runs away. Mm-hmm. Into a field adjacent to the hospital, and he gets abducted by aliens. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing about that. Later on in the movie, we meet these aliens that abducted him. Um, why did they abduct him? Was there any reason? Well, they said... There was a little thing where they said uh, that his dad sent them to get him. Oh, okay. Yeah, they did. And but then they're like, oh, I'm did. glad we didn't give him to his dad because he was a jerk. Right. His mom's like, you look, you look just like your daddy. He's an angel come out of the sky. And you think that that's just a metaphor, but it's not. He's literally, well, I don't know about him being an angel. Does Marvel have a race of angelic beings? I wouldn't know. I I really wouldn't know. I just say <laughs> I don't know enough Marvel. I wouldn't know. I don't read comic uh, books. information. I mean, I do, but I don't. I don't know. I don't bother to go back and like read into stuff. Whatever is popular, you know. I'm like the the hipster comic book guy. I just read what's cool. The anti hipster pop comic book guy. Yeah, sure. The anti hipster. The hipsters. It's true. I'm not wearing J. Crew cool. anything, so no. I can't be a hipster. Right. Um, but yes, that is the beginning of the problem that I had in this film, because this would come up later on. Um, they would hearken back to this scene. I just felt the scene was stupid and unnecessary. Later, in the crescendo of the film, the climax, if you will, 
um, green lady is reaching out to Ginger Man, and she's like, "Just take my hand, Jimbo. Take my hand, little Jimbo. Take my hand." And she transforms, and it's the mom, all bald, like played by Patrick Stewart. All right. Um, she's on like a cosmic bed, isn't she? She's like laying in this space bed. Right, and he's like, "I don't want to take <laughs> your hand, the green stars. lady." Then he's like, "Oh, remember when my mom said that?" And then all of your heartstrings are he's just like, pulled. Mom. And he takes her hand. And yeah, he reaches out, takes her hand, and... Everyone collectively orgasms and shoots energy out. I don't know. Right. Something happened. Yeah, and everybody in the audience is sad. Except for me. Including the raccoon. Because I don't have a heart. Especially the raccoon. That little guy was the uh, star of that movie. Right. He was the real star. I think Groot was the real star, the tree man, (laughs) who was only able to say, I am Groot. Right. Vin was the real star. Well, okay, that segues nicely into something else that I wanted to talk about a little bit. The voice of the raccoon is Bradley Cooper, and the voice of the tree man is Vin Diesel. Not one time do you see these famous A-list faces in this film. How much do you think they got paid for this? I mean, not as much as fucking... What's his name? Chris Pratt. I, I guarantee you that Bradley Cooper made more money than Chris Pratt really? in this movie. You think yeah. so? I don't doubt that. Just because it's how it works. I mean, he. Well, he's yeah, a he is a bigger star than. Well, yeah. You gotta take salary. into a. I bet that even. Rank. Sure. I bet that even Vin Diesel got paid more than him. But that's the problem for me. And, like, and I'm not complaining about, about Bradley Cooper in particular or his performance in this movie. I thought he did swell. But. Why would, like, what, what, what is it about Hollywood that they have the compulsion to cast someone like that as opposed to, like, a voice actor? Why wouldn't you get, like, I don't know. I don't know, like, I thought he did a great job. Yeah, he's fine, but what I'm saying is they're paying so much money for him when they could have got, like, do you think, like, if they cast someone like Tom Kenny or, like, uh, fucking yeah, Billy West... I'm just saying, how much money do you think you would have to pay them versus Bradley Cooper, who's this A-list actor? A Whom, lot less. A lot less. Still a lot of money. Sure. But probably, you know... A significant amount less, yeah. 20 to $30 million less. Why did they do that? They Was wanted, your overall viewing experience a... enhanced by Bradley Cooper's presence? I really film? liked him as... I did too, record. but I think like... I mean, imagine if it was like... Uh, God, who is it? It is the voice Look, of Bender. It was What's a big name? Hollywood movie. They're not going to hire voice actors. I know, but why not? Professional voice What would be because the problem? It's a, because it's specifically a big Hollywood movie. That's not an answer. It is an answer. Because why? it's a big because Hollywood what movie. What I have to do that? What? Besides saving money. But why save money? They're already going all out on like, everything else. I think movie. that it would have been better. I think that. You someone, really think? Okay. I do. Right. I really think that if they got somebody to voice the raccoon, that. Is Bradley Cooper doesn't have any experience creating a character? I thought he that's brought a lot appear. of character to the the voice. He did a lot of emotion. Sure. To it. Yeah, it was good. I wouldn't say Fun. a lot of emotion. <laughs> well, I mean, there wasn't a lot to be had. It was just like anger. Well, yeah, but like, look at the voice sadness. that he chose to do. It was like it. It was pretty obvious. What do you like, mean? 
that he was going like, for like a cartoony kind of well yeah a cartoony no that's not what i mean i mean like he went with like a like like a brooklynese type thing and that's like oh it's funny because you know you wouldn't expect <laughs> this little raccoon what nothing what are you owing that's just I that's just not an that offensive funny. term that's what those people say <laughs> And by those people, I mean all those assholes. <laughs> all those Brooklyn-sounding Brooklyn raccoons. All those Brooklyn raccoons. No, Brooklynese. That's a common expression. Brooklynese. Look it up. There's something. There's an article about that specifically on Wikipedia. So go fuck yourself, you fucking cock. <laughs> no. Okay. So he went. Oh, look, I'm a little raccoon, and I sound like this, and that's funny because you know, uh, you raccoons. You wouldn't think he. I'm a my tough point little is, raccoon. He, yeah, he went with a Brooklyn tough guy. Right. Well, why wouldn't you go with somebody who knows how to do that really well? Someone like fucking... I've been trying to think of this guy's name, and I can't. The guy who plays Bender. Oh, man. Uh, John DiMaggio is his name. So he would have just done, like, what, the Bender voice? No, he would have done any voice that I've he never heard him do, do other voices what is really? he he's done lots of oh, other things Jake, he played... right he's Jake the dog yeah he's Jake but that's more or less the same voice as Bender just a little it's slightly less yeah um, aggressive aggressive absolutely he also pl- he voiced the Joker and Batman under the red hood oh shit and he does a lot of video game voices he does a lot he commands a high salary I'm sure they should have just gotten Dana to do the raccoon that would have been great. It would have been awesome. <laughs> that's a very distinct voice. Yeah. Everyone been like, holy shit, is that the cup? But that's what with I'm saying. Shit? It's like, why don't you go with a guy that sounds crazy, like somebody that has a really, really distinctive voice, but I don't think, because that wasn't that Bradley Cooper's voice. That's not how he sounds in no. other films. He did, yeah. a, he did a silly voice. But like, why wouldn't you get somebody who does a silly voice for a living? Like, why does it have to be Bradley Cooper? He's a big name, man. Fuck you. It's a big I don't, name that's movie. not good enough. They're not going to get small fries for this movie. They should. I think Hollywood would be much better off if they were willing. But this happens all the fucking time. They do that in like big cartoons now. They'll get like Cameron Diaz to play fucking the voice in a cartoon. But who the fuck cares? Especially if they're not going to play themselves. Like if it was like, Bradley Cooper even, playing Bradley Cooper, don't then even I get it. recognize Cameron Diaz's voice. But that's the whole point of a cartoon is you're not supposed to recognize. Well, right. I mean, there are exceptions. Yeah, to but that like role, why but get like, her? She's not going to bring that much. Right, she's not bringing anything table. to it. Why not get somebody that could? And they would be way cheaper. It, I just think it would have been better. It would be a better overall product. Which is, again, not to say that Bradley Cooper was bad. I see him on 34th Street sometimes. I don't want him to beat me up. So if you're listening to this, Brad, you you are fine. Don't get your panties in a bunch. He listens to every episode of our show. Hear that? Sounds like some sirens. The sound of New York. Okay, so this was also the first appearance... Well, it's not the first appearance. It was the first time that we saw Thanos as a character, or as they said, Thanos. You like to nod your head a lot as if anybody could tell what you're doing. You have to you have to stop that. Yeah, he was in this movie. That big purple guy, he was totally in this movie. Are you a fan of Thanos? Do you know anything um, about Thanos? I did. I know a little bit about Thanos. I read... There was like a trade that came out a while... Maybe a few months ago. Um... It was all in, like, Thanos' backstory, like, from him as a kid. 
sure. like on his home planet. Um, That's to weird. becoming the monster that he is. How did that happen? Um, like what? How did it go down? Yeah, what happened? Well, uh, just like a truncated version. We don't have that. Well, just kind of like picked on as a kid, you know that bullshit. Really? Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of cool. I was like, he's like this. He's pretty smart. Um, smarter than the other kids on this fucking planet, at least. And uh, he's kind of like a sciencey kid, True. and he meets some girl he likes, and but she's kind of trouble. She tricks him into like, well, should I just spoil it? I mean, all right. Well, anyway, eventually he he keeps doing the things she wants, including mass murder and just murdering people. He actually, I think he murders. He comes back to his planet eventually. And just exterminates pretty much everyone there. And, like, all he wants is to marry this woman that he's in love with. And it turns out at the end she's just death. He's just, like, seeing her. Like, she's not really there. Okay, Thanos in high school. Go back into your story. Something fucked up. Wait, did it get any of that? Yeah, it did. It got all of you talking about... Oh, okay. I think. But to recap, Gion read a story about Thanos in high school. He was a nerd. No, it wasn't wasn't him in high school. It was just him as a kid turning into the evil thing that he is now. Okay. How that came about. He fell in love with death, which is apropos, as he is the god of death. Or based on Thanatos, the god of death. I don't know. Go on with your story. I mean, that was it. <laughs> he <laughs> fell in love with death. He found out way later from like his father or something that she wasn't real. He's just been seeing her this whole time. And uh, he's just kind of been talking to himself. Murdering all these people because death has told him to. What the fuck? What? Flip the cord around? Is it working again? Yeah, it's working. I don't know why. It just cut out for a second. Oh, jeez. Fucking hell. Okay, so Thanos, high school, fell in love with death, killing people. high school. Just him as a kid. What was his science teacher like? Uh, I, an alien. Well, like he was learning algebra and stuff, right? Sure. And he was in gym class. He had I to think climb they're the rope. beyond algebra. They're Why like are they an beyond? Advanced what is that? Mean? Alien race. I'm sure they're beyond algebra. Why would an advanced alien race be beyond algebra? <laughs> because they're advanced aliens. I don't know. You would still need that foundation. Maybe they don't need it. Maybe it's just like something they're born Maybe with. They're magic. They're smart. Sure. Um. So, to recap, fuck you, Bradley Cooper. Go die. Um, Thanos in high school sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. The movie was too jokey. Let's talk about that. Well, this was like more of a straight comedy movie than any of the other ones have been. Um, I think that Avengers is the perfect example of like what it should be in terms of humor to action ratio. You mean like balance? Yeah, Yeah, I think it was perfectly balanced because the movie was very funny. Um, Avengers, that is. This one was funny, too, but it was... I don't know. Hokey? Is it, like, a little hokey? Yeah. But, because, like, 
the humor in the Avengers was sparse enough that the jokes always hit. You didn't get sick of them telling jokes. But I think that Avengers also had a much more coherent story that I was much more invested in. This one, I I lost 15 minutes of this movie where I have no idea what the fuck like happened. the whole ship siege thing? Yeah, when I guess it was a big fight at you the end. You said you fell asleep, but you were still But I was awake. awake. No, I was just going over other things in my head that I had to do tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Wow. So, yeah, I, did just, I didn't connect with that at all. I have no idea what the fuck happened. Um, Spider-Man could have been there. Swinging around in the ship and fixing batteries and stuff. He was actually Otto Octavius as Spider-Man. Right, the the superior Spider-Man, even in in my opinion, far superior. But um, (sighs) so go on, continue telling your story. Which one? I don't know. Oh, so I want to see this movie. I mean, we're going to see it again, uh-huh. but we need to see it in IMAX. Because there's a lot of scenes in this movie that were just like, oh, dude, I bet that's really awesome looking in IMAX. And you know. That's true. If you're on the fence about that, we saw it in standard. We saw it in two definitions. Two dimensions, yes. actually, not two definitions. They made sure to really sh- like hit that home for us, too, throughout the whole movie ticket buying process. Like, oh, the 2D version. Like they could have just, there could have just been like someone handing out uh, frisbees that said like, two D. <laughs> yeah, the two D version like compensate gifts. You know? Right. If, well, like I said, if you're on the fence, go ahead and spring for that extra dimension. I think it would be worth it with this one. It did look very flat. This might be the one movie I've ever seen where I'm like, yeah, it should probably be in three D. I'm not a fan of three D movies. That probably affected our viewing experience a lot like mm-hmm. how we came out of that movie just like because we expected a lot from it sure. and i think we expected a lot from it visually too yeah but then we kind of diminished that by mm-hmm. going to see it in right 2d like if i'm gonna see something in 3d i bet I'd like well like i i want to be able to see every crease on john c Riley's forehead <laughs> right i want to see his purple kids in hd right that was another thing that bugged me ever so slightly what was with that scene it was it's weird. like okay dude we know you have a family why are you okay so at the end of the movie children? spoilers spoilers uh everything turns out okay i hope you weren't thinking that everybody dies because they don't some people die i mean won't get into who because i don't remember it i don't fucking care but john c Riley, as you've seen in the previews is in this film he plays a representative from the nova Corps, which is kind of like starfleet i guess is like exactly the same mm-hmm. it serves same the idea. same purpose yeah. it's just a big space navy and these guys the guardians of the galaxy themselves they're air force it's called the space navy are they do they really call it the space yeah. navy well they don't call it the space navy it's a space navy a because like space the ships navy? they're like at the air force you wouldn't call it a ship you'd call it a plane right okay so um, why do they call them the navy because, like the Navy, they're giant starships instead of ocean ships. That's stupid. Like they call I don't it like the, that. You know, like they call it the, SS, the USS Enterprise. Right, that's, sure. That's Navy nomenclature. Naval nomenclature. I don't like this. It's... This isn't just right. Just accept it. This isn't right. <laughs> it's a space Navy. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, it's exactly what it is, so go fuck yourself. Fuck you, Gene Roddenberry, for introducing that concept to the world. <laughs> But Nova Corps is a space navy. It keeps the peace. It's like Starfleet. Um, and John C. Riley is one of them. As is Glenn Close, oddly enough. Yeah, that was weird. Like, why is she in this movie? 
Because they needed big names, man. Well, yeah, they but got she was all such, like, a names. minor character. Like, I, I just feel bad for Glenn Close. She used to be huge. And now she's, like, she's got a cameo. Do you think they just threw Guardians her a bone? Of the Galaxy. She's like, oh, I need she's a like, movie. Help me. She's, she's, Here yeah, you I go. See, I see her over on fucking Broadway all the time. She's got, like, a little sign that says, we'll act in movies for food. <laughs> they're like, okay, Glenn. We'll bring you back. Sorry about that whole Cruella DeVille thing. We'll be do really Cruella DeVille for a, a night. <laughs> we'll skin <laughs> puppies for food. <laughs> Not above the skinning of animals. No. Neither are any of us. Well, those Dalmatians are just... They're terrible dogs, so... Right. Well, at the end of this movie, there's that scene where they're, like, a, oh, no. thanking them all. And John C. Riley. You know, we're... Oh, okay. He looks at Star Commander... Buzz Lightyear, and he's like, you know, thank you. To infinity and beyond. He's like, I have a family. And because of you, they're alive. And he gets a little tear in his eye. But then, like, ten minutes goes by with them saying goodbye or whatever the fuck happens at the end. They're just like, goodbye, audience. Thanks for coming to see Guardians of the Galaxy. Then it's like, ah, 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 Horrible song. I'm hooked on a feeling. But as they're playing that song, it goes into this, like, montage of the people on the Nova Corps home planet, whatever the fuck it is. And one of the scenes is John C. Riley coming home to his family, who are pink. His wife is pink, his daughter is pink, and it shows them. As if, like, the movie's saying, yeah, you didn't think that this guy gets fucked in space, but he totally whoa, does. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what they were saying. Wow. I don't think that's what they were going for. Yeah, that's exactly what they were going for. <laughs> well, you didn't think John C. Riley could have a family? I like my way way better. Thought he was just uh, Dirk Dingler or whatever the hell his name is on uh, that shitty show. King of the Hill? No, the Tim and Eric show or whatever. It's not Dirk Dingler. I don't know what it is. It's Dr. Steve Brule. Jacob's a huge fan of that show. It's for your health. It's not for anyone. Doctor Dirk Dangus. <laughs> Dirk Dangus. Oh, <laughs> uh, when I write my first movie, I'm gonna give you a cameo. This Doctor Dirk Dangus. Doctor Dirk. I think that's copyright. I don't think you can actually do that. Why? I just made it up. Oh, that's not his name. No, it's Steve Brule, like I um, said before. Wow. So what did you think about these uh, <clears throat> these after credits? Actually, let's not spoil oh, it. We, uh, I just want to know what you thought of it. I thought it was kind of awesome. Yeah. I, 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 at first, I was just like lame, and I'm like, okay. But we're going to go ahead and spoil it. No. So if you don't want to hear this, jump no. ahead. Uh, like I say, every time this happens, I'm going to put a po- timestamp, but I'm not actually going to do that. Just forward ahead like five that. minutes That's or whatever. That's a lot of time. Or just turn it off and go listen to something better. Smodcast should be out. Um, there's one of Kevin Smith talking about Game of Thrones, which he's very into now. Um, what really? He finally it's started a watching. A lot more the entertaining show? than this. Yeah, he met uh, George R. R. Martin. Germ. So now he's totally into it. Well, yeah, I guess they had a conversation <laughs> about like, and he's like, oh, well, now this guy's my buddy. I'm gonna go do it. Before he was like, fuck dragons, fuck everything that you love. He's not reading it, I'm assuming he's watching the show. No, he actually said he's never read a book in his damn life. Mm-hmm. Because a book is not a Twinkie, so it's not worth his time. And he can't smoke That's a book. right, Kevin Smith. Well, you can't you can smoke a book, I guess, but he's you not going to do that. No. 
Uh, I'm sorry, Kevin Smith about the Twinkie joke. That wasn't that wasn't me talking. It wasn't very good anyway. So no, it's it fine. He doesn't, he doesn't care. I'm sure he doesn't. Nor will he ever hear this. What were we talking about? Him talking about Game of Thrones. This was a this podcast that happened like. Two Wait, weeks no, we were ago. talking about the uh, after credits. Yeah, I mean. He Howard was, the Duck. You Howard the Duck. Spoiled. Was there. He's one of the collector's animals. The first thing that happened, and I said it out loud in the movie, I'm like, yeah. oh god, this is just you like said, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Were you there with Kevin and us? When no, we but I've heard the, the story, movie? and I do remember I staying for the after credits as well. I laughing because I thought about it, and I was like, no, this wouldn't turn out like that. This is going to be a real after credits. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. It was just... Uh, what is her name? Uh, what was the first dog in space? That was Laika. Laika, yeah, it was Laika. It and was all like the a other Laika. Stuff the collectors collected. Oh, was that what it was supposed to yeah, be? Yeah, yeah, that was all the display cases like broken open. Oh well, let me break your heart and spoil this. Laika died of a heart attack well, yeah, before I, she got out of I, orbit. I, I knew that. So like, I knew what that. do you think? But it was nice to see her alive her. in this movie. He, she should have been dead. That I was like, been awesome. oh, like If it alive. was just like a dead, decaying dog no, and it said, like a cool. first dog in space, I would have been like, fuck yeah, first, that's awesome. First dead do- I mean, she was first two things. Yeah, she first was dog the first, first dog and dog first dead dog. Space? Actually, I don't even think she made it to space. Like, what? They said she had a heart attack as no she was. Way. Yeah, like leaving as they the were atmosphere? leaving the. Right. Because, oh, well, that was what caused no. the heart attack, is it was like all blowing up. Oh, man. But it's good that she did, because they had terrible. no. They had no return uh, plan for her. They were. That thing was literally. They just launched it out, had no. They had no um, intention of <laughs> this bringing is the it back. the saddest thing I've ever heard. This is sadder than that. Have you ever seen the video of the um, Russian experiments where they have the uh, decapitated dog head hooked up to machines? Oh, right. Uh, on, yeah. Like life support, essentially. That, um, I can't think of that guy's name either. But... And... Oh, that is a really sad video. Well, they like, had some where they lived it? for like a week. Really? Yeah, oh, like man. the two-headed dogs. But that was actually really um, worthwhile experiments. It wasn't like no, what the yeah, Russians usually sure do. Was, because but... like, it, that, le- that paved the way... It, 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 it taught us the way to do like organ transplants and stuff like that. that I want to see them like fucking put a dog head on a human no. and have it like live. in Mars Attacks. Yeah, oh, exactly like that. <laughs> that was so scary as a kid. I Mars was effects. freaked out by that whole thing. I was like, Oddly well, enough, that whole I movie wasn't. was scary as a kid. I was like, oh my god. Well, like when I was little, that really should have been something that i was afraid of because i was afraid of everything but uh, you were chucky finster yeah basically um but no i i loved that movie as a child and as an adult it's probably my favorite tim burton film i always forget he did that movie yeah it's one of his like less dark films oh that was a good movie we should review that now we should review howard the duck because that is a wonderfully horrible movie. oh god it's one of the worst movies ever made <laughs> <So> <laughs> like but anyway back to that like we didn't finish the story so the ending credits they flash back to the collector's chamber um which was like fucked up midway through the film Pretty much destroyed because the power gem that they're going after and it is the power gem of the infinity gems i looked up um which is supposed to be red this was it was purple right yeah this one was purple well, aren't they they're different colors because they go in the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're all, all like, well. They're colors. all, but the power gem. What? That's what I'm saying. Is like in the comics, it's red. Oh, okay. This was purple. The purple gem is the space gem. 
So what, it like controls space? Is I don't that know it? What it does. I just looked that up on Wikipedia before we started. <laughs> so this. you didn't see what they actually do? That was do. another thing that I have written down. Uh, yes, yeah, so you should. Yeah, Infinity gems. The soul gem is green. The time gem is orange. The space gem is purple. The mind gem is blue. We saw the mind gem. It's the tesseract uh, in Captain America, and then it's the thing that goes in the Loki Pokey stick. Uh, uh. In the Avengers. Um, the reality gem is white, and the power gem is red. And when you unite all gems together... It summons Captain Planet. It summons a dragon that grants you three wishes. Oh, so it's just like... Oh, oh no, never mind. It's almost like Dragon it's Ball. not Z, Shenlong. Just, yeah. It is Shenlong. No, no, he, he granted one wish. I know, but that's what I'm saying. In this, he <laughs> grants almost. three. Howard the Duck shows up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked his makeover. He looked a lot... He did look a lot like, better. Yeah, he looks a lot better from his uh, 80s version. Mm. Well, apparently... Um, you think they're going to make that in a movie? <laughs> I hope they put him in Avengers. <laughs> like, I really do. Oh, I'd love to see Howard the Duck again. Just randomly showing up. Just, yeah, back as a little cameo. No, that's exactly what happened in this, so there you go. Re- do you think they'll replace uh, Stan Lee when he passes with, with Howard, Howard the Duck? <laughs> What a shitty replacement that would be, right? Like, oh man, this great guy created all these wonderful superheroes. Let's just replace him with a fucking duck. The image that got my mind was Howard the Duck playing Stan Lee, playing oh yes, that would be so good. And he makes like Stanley jokes, right? <laughs> oh man. Oh, Lord. What was his cameo in this? It was... Oh, he was, like, fucking two space ladies. Right, he was a pimp. Right. Well, they, like, did an Eiffel Tower, but mm. both the space ladies had dicks, and uh, Stanley was the bottom of the Eiffel Tower. Finger cuffs. Creepy. Yeah. It's, it was really messed up. I'm surprised that this movie got a PG-13 rating after that. It was Stanley with a dick going into his ass and another one going into his mouth. He's going to hear this. (laughs) (laughs) Be really mad. Well, that's okay. In other news, you volunteered to do New York Comic Con. I did. I signed up for... So he'll be there. You just, like, if I I don't make it there... get accepted, yeah. You gotta... Well, not after they hear this, you're not going to get accepted. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) We need to hide my name from all future podcasts in the hope that I get accepted. Right. Uh, <laughs> if you work for New York Comic Con, I don't mean any of this. And I mean, also get him the job. Yeah, just give me the job, please. He wants to work bathroom decal. Yeah, sure. See, I thought about that. Like, I don't like how much of New York Comic Con do you think you're going to get to see when you're working? Well, I think you work a maximum of 24 hours, so you're not there, like, every day. Well, yeah, but how long is it? Three days? Yeah, it's, like, three days. Okay, so if you're working 24 hours... Not straight. Well, that's what I mean. It's not going to be So you'll have time to actually... So that could be all three days. Well, you'll have time to actually enjoy the con, yeah. Sure. Sure you will. At least segments of it, you know. I'm sure Kevin Smith will be there. We'll tell him whatever the hell we were talking about. His name came up on this, and I don't even remember Game of Thrones something. Oh, yeah. So, New York Comic Con, get your tickets now. Gian will be there. He'll be signing autographs in the bathroom. 
yeah. which he will also be cleaning. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Give me a minute. I just got to get this poop out of this toilet. Hold I'll on. sign your autograph. I just you got a pen. Ah, shit. Wash oh, my well. hands. Turn the page. Wash your hands. First, you turn the page, and then yes. you wash your hands. Yeah. I'm nauseous. I'm nauseous. I'm nauseous. Fish sticks. Fish sticks. Fish sticks. Oh, fish sticks. Do you think that would ever work again? Do you think they'll ever do another Woody Allen parody in a cartoon? Now that it's widely known that he's like a child molester? I don't think so. <laughs> what? There was a trailer for a Woody Allen movie that we watched. Oh, never mind. That was not in the trailers. I watched this independently. Um, for what? Does he have a movie coming out? Cause he just I don't know if he's out. directing. I know he's in it. He's got a cameo. Really? Or he's co-starring with uh, Co-star. John, John Turturro in the um, Aging Gigolo. John Turturro is like a flower shop guy. And Woody Allen suggests that he become a gigolo. So Woody Allen is essentially John Turturro's pimp, selling him to all these women in New York City. And he's kind of cheering them up in his uh, gigolo ways. <laughs> It actually looked kind of funny. That's, that sounds grossly offensive it. given the charges that he's now has put against him. They're not actual charges, Who, though. Woody Allen? Right, it's just is. Well, no, it's John Turturro. I mean, what do you mean? What kind of charges what? does he have against him? Well, they're not actually court charges. They're just saying that he molested his daughter. Oh, right, that whole thing. Not the one that he's, like, married to, not Soon Yi, because she was, like, a teenager. Oh, But, shit. like, a different daughter or right. son or possibly both. I don't know. I didn't really pay attention to the story because I don't care. <sighs> but it happened. Maybe. Allegedly. 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 Well, what I meant was Nothing the was allegations In the happened. court of law. And nothing will, because like I said, I don't Can think we put the law and order little thing? Uh, that break try. noise? What is that? It's like, oh, yeah, it is copyright. I, I don't care. Nobody's going to hear it. <laughs> Did we talk about the Twitter kids? We didn't, but we can. One of our, well, one of your Twitter followers. Well, it's technically our Twitter followers, because it's at Off Time Radio. Why are you talking into the side uh, of the microphone? I don't know. I wish people at home you could see what just this happened. This is why I'm going to bring in the camera and we'll do one video podcast. I have a camera right there. I'll, I'll bring in the other camera. What kind of camera do you have? <laughs> is it better than the full HD camera it's a that Canon I have? Canon T2i. Right it's actually a film camera. No, a digital camera. Well, they're all digital now, but well, is this but like a professional like, film it's camera? It's not like. Or is this just like a camcorder? No, it's a, like a photography camera. It's not actually meant to be, like, video, but... Does it record sound? Yeah, record sound. It's probably not as good as these microphones will, though, so... Sure. We'd have to probably do some silly shit, like, sync the audio up. Well, I think I'm going to buy just another microphone for you that's better than that one. That would be great. Um, because you don't want to buy one on your own <laughs> because you're a freeloading piece what? of shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I want my voice to sound beautiful, but I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> I need to sound just like Fabio. I want studio quality shit. If you're gonna get Gian Gomez, he better sound like fucking Gigi. an angel. You see that name on the she in the lobby? That's Gigi Gomez. It says Double G McGee, Double G Gomez. I don't. You fuck. I don't know. 
What so we, my Twitter followers are all 12 years old, is what Gian's trying to say. And one of them is sponsored. Right. I don't think he's a follower anymore. What? Um, <laughs> right. Well, because like, I kept sending him pictures of my penis. Oh, and, like, well, he that's got how you away. lose followers. No. I and I was friends. Like, yeah. I didn't really do that, anyone listening to this. Um, no, but we were having a conversation the other day in Wendy's <laughs> about people who follow me on Twitter. And one of them that I saw was, like, some 12-year-old motocross kid who was sponsored by somebody. But I think that he was probably from Twins, which is, like, an application that you could use on Twitter, which it's, like, a social networking app, I suppose. Um, And it, like, indexes you with a bunch of other people. But it... What people do, and what I'm assuming, is it probably like him. related interests or stuff, like and like yes, people you follow. Yes, in theory, or? that's exactly what it's supposed to do. But okay. what a lot of people do, and like I said, I'm thinking that that is what happened with this person. Um, they just uh, friend you, hoping or not friend you, but they follow you, hoping that you'll follow them back. And uh, if you're anything like me, followers. and you don't pay any fucking attention to Twitter. Um, they'll probably just drop you and that's what i think happened because i was looking again um after we talked about that and i didn't see couldn't fall on him no so wherever you are mysterious 12 year old motocross boy what was his twitter name i don't know i don't remember it was, Moto, i think it was just a name Moto kid no it was nothing like that 92 um, it was just his name i think so go fuck yourself kid i don't care about you you didn't really love our our show so go die on a a bike (laughs) (laughs) all of my other followers are japanese which is really weird why do you think they're japanese i don't know they're probably all fake and i don't mean that they're like fake profiles i'm just calling them like phonies they're unauthentic that's all the people in japan how do you go about weeding people out like that what you can't there's really nothing that you can do can you set like settings like who you you could set your account request yeah no absolutely well you could set it up so you have to approve your followers Mm -hmm. but i don't why would I? you don't want to review all (laughs) the people request hey i don't want to ask questions because when i look at my followers and i'm like oh i have a lot of people i want to i want very much to have that ego boost and think oh they all love me but if they're all i'm such a witty guy i don't want to know that gian i don't want (laughs) to ruin this fantasy smarter children Yes, if they're all um, smarter children. Smarter children. That was the thing towards smarter child for male. Oh, right. Yeah, they're just bots, right? Anyway. Smarter child, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) When was the last time you heard about that guy? It was your fake friend on AOL. (laughs) No, now they just have Chatbot. Is it just called Chatbot? Well, it's not on AOL, but it's like a website called chatbot and it's supposed to be this really sophisticated ai um but it's 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 not not that great yeah fuck you people behind chatbot it's no skynet is that what you're saying no no not even not even nearly as good as skynet (laughs) not even nearly (laughs) i don't think it would have a website (laughs) called chatbot if it was uh even remotely close to skynet <laughs> hey come chat with this advanced ai everyone that wants to kill you feed it uh personalities and information mm-hmm. make it stronger right but yeah so 
Japanese Twitter friends. If you're listening to this, send us an email. I'm not going to tell you where. You could figure that out. I don't care. Did you know they um, premiered the... They showed the pilot at Comic-Con? San Diego Comic-Con? For Gotham? Sorry. I was going to say. So they said what show I was talking about. No, I didn't know that. that. Did you read any reviews on it? Um, They said it was good. (laughs) (laughs) That's promising um the guy who plays harvey bullock in this mm-hmm. um he's been in a couple stuff uh, grounded for life he's been in a couple stuff he's been in a lot of things oh it's the is he's this the dad from grounded for life yeah yeah oh cool yeah yeah, yeah that bullock. makes sense i think i've seen i that. guess they said his performance was really good like he stole the show really so that's kind of exciting i was like mm-hmm. oh cool i like that guy he's a good actor well that's what i heard that the this show is mainly about um is you know jim gordon and his rise to power right right through the gotham and i guess that harvey bullock would be his mentor instrumental in that not necessarily mentor uh, mentor because he's supposed he's not a bad cop no but he's kind of a dirty cop but but not he's a little bit more sleazy yeah yeah because he's fat and he's always smoking cigars right so you can't be an upstanding citizen he eventually becomes a very very good cop but i think that usually at the beginning of his mythos, he's like I said, he's not a he's not like a dirty cop in that he takes bribes or anything. But he's he's also, got his rough edges. He's kind of a yeah, yeah, kind of a dick maybe. I'm kind of getting more excited for that show. Really? Now that I saw that guy that that guy was on, I was like, mm-hmm. cool. It's like hopefully this is a this will be like a fun like police procedural, you know, with like. That's what I was hoping. Batman it was elements, be. you know, like because that's how they pitched it initially. They were gonna, they were like, it's going to be Law and Order, but set in Gotham City, and mm-hmm. I know that sounds legitimately cool. But then all of the promos and stuff, it's just, oh, here's yeah. little Catwoman. Yeah, that was, and little Poison Ivy, whose name is Ivy Pepper for right. some reason. I hope her name's just... Pamela Isley Gion. <laughs> what is this Ivy Pepper Pamela? bullshit? Oh, dude, do you think they'll have the? Uh... The circus? They've got to feature it in the first season. Right? Probably. I think that there's circus. an ad. I think somebody pointed that out. There's like a poster that says Haley's Circus yes. somewhere. Cool. But well, yeah, well, like, what are they gonna have? Like, yeah, they're not gonna have Dick in it because he's gonna not, not be around. If Bruce is twelve, <laughs> <laughs> they were going to have a show. That was like a that was a thing. They I don't think it ever made it to pilot. But a they, Nightwing show or just Robin? Well, it was gonna be called Grayson's or the Grayson's, oh, something man. like that. It was like around the time that um, Smallville and all of that was going on. Uh, so like a long time ago now. <clears throat> but it was going to be about uh, the Flying Graysons, which is like, would it, how do you make a TV show about that? What the fuck would it be about? Well, it would pretty much be like a comedy, you know. It had been like, oh, he does like some kind of three flips and then lands just in time for dinner. Sure, but it wouldn't be like... like oh, that's my Grayson. They put their arms That's around each my other, dick. laugh, and right. eat their gruel that Haley Circus feeds them because mm-hmm. they can't afford real food. But like, it wouldn't be a crime show. Like, that's the, no. like it, there would be no crime element to it. I don't. They wouldn't be like detectives. They wouldn't be heroes of any sort. It would just be about a family in the circus. Circus so problems, like. Why even make that show? Because if it's going to be so far removed from Batman or DC Comics or anything like that, um, 
like why make it about them why not just make it about a family in the circus then you don't have any baggage it's not like people are gonna care to see fucking like oh where did robin come from before he was robin who what was his family yeah, you can't make like? a whole show about that yeah how, how many seasons do you expect to get out of that i guess we could talk about that for a little bit grayson has premiered a couple weeks ago now um, and no. you read it. I did Jesus not. Jesus Christ, I didn't even want to be reminded of this. <laughs> so, it wasn't good, I'm thinking? Um, it was really bland for like, the first I own it. Issue. It's sitting right over there, but I didn't, I right. didn't read it. What is it about? Like, what um, happened? Well, I mean, I never read those last uh, few Nightwings. Or, well, I, no, I have all the Nightwings. Um, I've read them all. Or the New 52 ones, at least. Um, but I never read those whatever in between chapters because he's killed in the comic mm. by someone and his identity is revealed to the world um so yes but the thing is he's not really dead uh i don't know how that he wasn't really dead um but only bruce knows that he's alive and he wants him to essentially go undercover into this organization called spiral okay and figure out what they're up to i guess so he's reborn as just does he come out of a giant pussy <laughs> no he doesn't that'd be awesome no. he's all gooey and shit Ugh, he's like neo in the matrix right. who came Being out awakened. of a giant pussy yeah <laughs> i loved that scene it was great that was crazy <laughs> it fl- <laughs> just like, Damn, cuts to a giant vagina and then he's like coming out of the ground like andy dufresne and fucking oh, Josh Shank, where he's just like, ah, and he's screaming, coming out of a giant vagina. Ah, he's got all this placenta on him. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the Matrix. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's in this. Well, yeah, but okay. So within the New Fifty Two um, continuity right now, the world knows that. Dick Grayson is Nightwing. Yes, or they also Nightwing. think he's dead. Everybody, so when he comes including back, the like whole what, Bat family. What does he go for... by when he is in this? Uh, what does he go by in this comics? Agent Mole. That's an awesome name. Gardner. I think he's just going by Gardner. And he wears Batman. He's also wearing like oh, no, no. He's also wearing this is him. Also wearing like a wig in the beginning. So of he the looks comic. like a blonde douche. Yeah, pretty much. And he's got some kind of ability in this too. What kind of ability? Well, actually, all these agents do. Um, they're pretty much can control people's minds or, like, sway them using the spiral power. You're going to have to say that again. I don't think anybody heard that. Uh, the spiral the power. The spiral power, yeah. This is fascinating, you by the way. You should really cut some of this. I'm going to cut a little... I'm probably going to cut this whole thing. You should not cut the I'm just going to delete the whole podcast. Maybe... Oh, I think he's called by Malone. Oh no, Agent Thirty Seven. Malone, like Malone. matches Malone. I don't know, man. Agent Thirty Seven. Do you know who matches Malone? Is? No, I don't. Matches Malone is um, Batman's alter ego. You can't fool me, Pino. I know all the Batman's <laughs> alter egos. Well, you know, matches Malone. When he has to go undercover and like infiltrate the mob, he name. uses is this, this matches Malone. This, was character. this originally used in the '60s comics? Well, it was. I think this dates back to the fucking '40s. Oh God. Um, Match, okay, he keeps a match in his Matches mouth. He Malone. looks like an Italian mobster from Chicago. So he's he's like no, uh, Ryan Gosling Malone. in Drive, 
before the uh, yes, absolutely like that. Ryan and without a toothpick. And he's not a no, he driver. does. Well, he doesn't have a toothpick. He has <laughs> and he's a, not blonde or he Canadian. Right. He doesn't have a toothpick. He has a match in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard that. Don't okay, worry. Okay, so you I, said I without that. a toothpick. I, I said without a toothpick. But with a match. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like the same thing visually. So he's not a stunt yeah. driver. Well, he is. And he's not a criminal. No, he he's both. Well, he is a criminal. He's a stunt driver in yes. this? What, really? Yes. No, he's not. Is no, he really? No, he's not. Damn it. So, Yeah. That's dick nice is agent 37 and he's in still a row? A, he's still a dick yeah he's like 37 dicks in a row they're yeah. like how'd you get that code name he's like i sucked 37 dicks and they're like in a row he's like yes i mean i guess this wasn't the worst first issue there's a lot of action going on in it it just doesn't look appealing to me it doesn't the art's look very pretty interesting good. the art's very good but it's the same well it's <clears throat> the same crew basically from nightwing stories it just carried over and now it's grayson godhood must come transparency yeah so i guess this organization spiral is like gathering information on all the superheroes the justice League. for some reason yeah the justice league wait is that what they're really doing is going well like in this it's batman cyborg and yeah they have all these like portraits oh hold on i'm like almost all the bat family yeah, okay, woman, that woman. Well, I mean, we're due for a new issue. Red one, Robin, so. dead man, who's Sweet. not technically part of the Bat family, but he is. Got ties to Gotham via Haley Circus, Batwing, uh, and whoever these people are. I don't recognize any of them. But the Flash is a Bat, I don't know. Grayson. Grayson, issue one. What a, dude, look at the, this. The cover looks really weird, like his legs. Don't yeah. they look a little too long for like? Yeah. It looks disproportionate. It looks like they drew like this he's a part. Band. Like this yeah, was probably the drawing. This. They're like, oh, you got to finish. They're it. like, oh, oh yeah, we got to have this stupid thing here. Yeah. So. He does. He, his torso looks really long. His <laughs> legs look really long. But all of this looks great. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then over here it gets all. <clears throat> anyway. Anyway, and then you also <laughs> read Robin Omega. This the oh, robin yeah. rises oh god so <laughs> robin omega why well, you didn't like that either oh no give us that because that's another thing i bought and haven't read yet what um, is it about batman goes to okay well uh, well first of all for people that don't really read comics um robin the most recent robin damian wayne who is the son of batman and talia al ghul recently about a year ago they killed the character off um in the comics and that kind of screwed up the entire batman and robin storyline batman and robin being one of the many batman comics that runs monthly and so since then it's just basically been batman going around trying to find uh damien's body um who what rachel ghoul has it right now right yeah rachel ghoul actually stole both Talia and Damien's bodies. Wait, Talia's dead? When did that happen? I don't know. She's dead, though. Anyway. Okay, so Talia, Damien's mother. And yeah, he's got them I in I guess these, she's uh... dead, too. And Ra's al Ghul, who is Damien's grandfather, and one of the one of Batman's arch nemeses. Um, you saw him in Batman Begins, played by Liam Neeson. But they called him Ra's al Ghul, which right. apparently is also correct. I used to hate that. But Denny O'Neill. That's also said, accepted. He said it's accepted. Well, Denny O'Neill says Raish, uh, and he always has. But um, 
He said that a lot of people say Roz, and that's fine. Is he Australian when he's Roz? Yeah. Hmm. Right. He's that's where the Lazarus Pit is. Right. Australia. Yeah, you have to like sacrifice six live koalas. When, uh, right. Those tripping koalas. Right. So Batman <clears throat> is trying to get the body of Damien back. And Talia. Um, he was trying to resurrect him for a while. And that's another <laughs> yeah. thing. He's trying to resurrect If you know anything about Ra's al Ghul or Ra's al Ghul, his whole shtick is that he's like over 600 years old. He has this pit called the Lazarus Pit, which featured in Dark Knight Rises, but it was just the jail that he's thrown into and is born again figuratively speaking from uh, as batman and comes back but the lazarus pit in the comic books is literally just that like the lazarus of the bible whom christ resurrects <laughs> Gian just gave like if it like yeah bible yeah jesus <laughs> fuck yeah jesus. i'm riding with jesus <laughs> riding shoddy with jesus Oh, uh, but in, yes, in the comic <laughs> books, you, it, it has regenerative properties. It brings people back. Usually not from the dead. You're usually just old, and it's kind of like a fountain of youth, and that's how race uses it. But in this case, I guess they have brought people back before. They brought back um, Jason Todd, the second Robin, after he was killed by the Joker. Uh is that why he just murders everyone now? Because he's kind of crazy? Yeah, well, in Under well, the Red Hood... he was always kind of crazy, right? He was always kind of a little asshole. Right. In Under the Red Hood, the cartoon adaptation, it was the Lazarus Pit. Um, Raish al puts him in because he got killed because Raish was working with the Joker and he didn't want Robin to die. That's another thing about Ra's al Ghul, Raish al Ghul, is he's not evil, not a psychopath. per se. Yeah, he's this not like the Joker where he just kills skewed moral compass. Right. He's an eco-terrorist. He wants to destroy like two-thirds of the world's population and to basically Hummer dealerships it. everywhere. Yeah, and he blows up a lot of uh, SUVs. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, he he's not like a bad, bad guy. He's not gonna kill you just because. And when Robin gets killed, he feels bad and puts him in the Lazarus pit to bring him back. But sometimes dead is better, as we learned from, what was that, the book? I think it was Carrie, um, that Mm-mm. Stephen King book. It was The Shining. Nope. Uh, Cujail. Nope. Close, oh. you're getting closer. <laughs> you're warmer. <laughs> pet Cemetery. Oh, yes. And that was Bette Midler. She was... Uh, <laughs> right, Bette like, Midler died. Sometimes dead is better. Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> butter. <laughs> Right, and uh, she gets hit by a car, and they put her in the Which, Lazarus pit, and she that comes was back. For the better. That's the, yep, yeah, right. That's what they meant. Is mm-hmm. sometimes bet is deader. Right, Beth is deader. Bet. 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 Uh, Midler, right. Not Beth Midler. Bet. Beth Midler. <laughs> bet. I don't even remember what we're talking about at this point. We were talking about, <laughs> um, you know, Omega. Robin rises. Omega. Okay, Robin's Which dead. Is, He's yeah. coming back now. So take yeah. it from here, Gigi. So. And speak into the microphone when you do it. Batman is after the bodies of his family. He goes to retrieve uh, Talia and Robin's bodies from Ra's al Ghul in, like, Antarctica or something. And it comes to, like, a showdown. Uh, no, wait. He joins up with Ra's al Ghul <laughs> and his army of bat creatures or something he has in this comic. And they meet... Um, like an army who is sent from Apocalypse 
which sure. I'm not familiar with this. The dimension of apocalypse. right, the dimension of apocalypse, where Dark Side comes from. R- oh, okay. Dark Side is in DC Comics. He's like essentially a god, but he's the arch nemesis of the Justice League. He's been, we were talking about. Oh right, Thanos he killed before. Batman he's literally originally, just like what Thanos. Well, he is didn't in kill Batman. He sent him back in time. He, yeah. In Batman R.I.P., the most recent time that Batman died, allegedly. Right. So go on. So, um, so yeah, they have to fight. Darkseid is involved with this, right? Yeah, Darkseid is involved. He's not in this uh, showdown or whatever, in this fight. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just fighting the army from Apocalypse. Okay. Um, but they end up taking the coffins of Talia and Robin, actually, just Robin. Talia's coffin falls into a chasm or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they manage to get the corpse of Robin, and uh, they're after some kind of crystal. I don't know, some kind of crystal they need for Darkseid. Sure. Um, and they find the like, power gem. All of this. Some maybe I'm blends sure. together. But it's like inside the body of Robin. Uh. Which makes perfect sense. Right, which I don't know why. So, so they, that's why they take his body. Okay. Uh, Batman's pissed about it because he wants to go after them into like this portal to the darks, to whatever, the di- apocalypse dimension. Mm-hmm. But the Justice League shows up and doesn't let him go in. Um, so he's really mad at them. He starts punching Cyborg and beating the shit out of him and pretty much blaming the Justice League. And that's where, like, the first issue ends. Okay, and it was continued in Batman and Robin, but neither of us have read that. Yeah. But it does. It does, The way that you're describing it does sound silly. It's not the kind of comic book that I like to read. It's not It's not enjoyable, really. I mean, I'm sure that that appeals to a lot of people. Uh, just not to me. I don't like big things. Like, the, that's part of the problem that i had with the guardians of the galaxy but that it's not the fault of the movie because it's very much the story from the comics as i understand it it's just i don't really i i like things to be a little bit more clear cut so i'm a fan of batman i like the fact that he's a detective he's not usually going off on these like world grandiose adventures adventures absolutely so robin rises omega yay or nay should they go out and buy that I mean, if you want to know if Robin eventually rises, sure, which I'm sure he's going to. And I'm sure if you have any interest in in that at all, you've already purchased it, so whatever. And Grayson. Grayson. I'm going to keep reading Grayson. Yeah. Even though it's it's ridiculous, I'm going to keep reading it. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait a minute. This is... That's a monthly, right? Yeah, it is. This uh, The second one I don't believe is out. It might come out this Wednesday. Yeah. Um, this says Tim Seeley and mm-hmm. Tom King. Kyle Higgins was the one writing. Yeah, he's Nightmare. no longer writing. So is Grayson. he writing Teen Titans now? I don't know. Actually, I haven't checked to see if he is writing that. <laughs> if you want to go grab that, <laughs> that's also sitting right there. Sure. Because he oh. had been writing Teen Titans. No, he's not writing it oh. anymore. Well, whatever. What the hell is he writing now? I don't know. Kyle Higgins, if you're listening, please write in and tell us what you're writing. He's fun. Mm -hmm. I like him a lot. He he was very, very good on Nightwing. Yeah, he brought Um, a lot of, uh, I think, much-needed character 
yeah to dick it kind of got derailed midway through when they started doing the court of owl shit like it or maybe the joker shit because it was very linked into the court of owls but like the story got he, the trajectory of the story that he was telling got knocked off, yeah. off a course a little bit. Kind of took a backseat for a little bit. Yeah, because he had to do the whole <clears throat> Joker crossover story, the death of the family, and that wasn't what he was doing. So, And we never really got to... I, I feel like the trajectory was never put back into place because after that, then all of this other crap started happening and now we're at Grayson, so... But he also wrote the early issues of the Teen Titans for the New 52. I don't know how long he was on that, because I didn't really read it. I read the first, like, three or four, maybe, and they were very good. I just It's not one of those teams that appeals to me that I'm going to buy it on a weekly basis. Ain't nobody got time for that. All right. But that being said, I think this is a good place to end it. Mm-hmm. So tell them, Steve Dave. Mm-hmm.